0: Hello ladies, the Big Balbozki here, and right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They
1: talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, they talking all Hello, of talking this. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, and with me this week are my good friends, Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, the Now Forever, All Systems Joe, CK and Joe Rottermo. For your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo, the ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. Uh, we don't, I don't know how much there really is to talk about. We don't have a pay-per-view that just finished. We don't have one upcoming. As far as I could tell, not a whole lot happened on the two weekly shows. I know I don't have a ton of notes, so you guys could fill in the blanks for me. Uh, I guess the first thing I'll do before I go into anything, as always, subscribe on iTunes. You know, if you haven't already, please leave a five-star rating and five review. Star, five star, five star. <laughs> Five-star, five-star. Might yeah. as well do it all five times. a <laughs> yeah, <I'll get> <laughs> do doing the Booker Team. <laughs> um, so I'll just ask you guys very quickly. Joseph, I'll ask you first. Sure, I'll get a note. Were you, like, <laughs> were you entertained by this week's weekly programming any more than normal? I was definitely entertained. I wouldn't say any more than normal.
2: Um, as always, has its hits and misses. Um, Seemed kind of slow.
1: Coming out world. on pay-per-view. Yeah, I know ratings-wise, they did like a 2.7 rating last week. It was back down to 2.5 this week. Um, so they definitely have lost viewers. Halo, any more entertaining this week than normal?
0: Wow. No, this week was like a real big letdown because, uh, like, they, were, last week was – was much were pretty high, and I thought both shows this week were pretty lackluster. And uh like, you could watch the Becky Lynch segment, and that's all you can take from the show.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, she like, okay. was on both shows this week, so yeah. Both it's like shows. after like,
0: okay, I'll turn this off. Like SmackDown, SmackDown had more <laughs> higher points. Like I, I really, you're, you're gonna pop this. I enjoyed Mustafa Ali <laughs> and Randall on SmackDown. I did enjoy that. There were some good things. Uh, I did enjoy that as well. I just
2: think that they're not doing enough to make. Mustafa Ali believable going into elimination chamber as yeah, and
0: a potential I, winner and I, I did like Dale Bryan's promo this week I did enjoy that um, like SmackDown had more to go from but Raw it was just like you could watch the open, opening segment and you didn't really miss anything I did love the moment of Bliss with EC3 though <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy that but Raw and I actually stayed up and watched the whole thing from bless uh, your heart yeah, I know Angel wasn't feeling well So um I was able to watch Raw straight through I was like "God, you know, you're agree. not feeling well I'm gonna
1: make myself sick too <laughs> and
0: watch this whole show Yeah so um I did So I just watched it. I was like oh, god This is not good there, This there week was some, There was some
1: on Raw that
0: were of. Yeah there are moments But it's like As a whole It's just like eh. Did you see the um The revival interview After I don't really think I paid any attention No I know they won but well, I think after they won, I just
2: walked away from TV. Yeah, well, it wasn't even on the TV. It was like one of those things that's like you walk, you look on the recap kind of thing, and they had the rival an interview, and they kind of touched on the fact that they were leaving the company. Oh, really? So, are they still <laughs> officially requesting their release? Well, they, they said he said, "Yeah, rumor's are true. We're leaving, but we're leaving with the World W. We're leaving with the tag team titles. They're gonna be like the
1: CM Punk of the tag team division." <laughs> Threatening to walk out with the WWE Tag Team Championships. So <laughs> well, yeah. So, as you guys know, I'm exclusively a YouTube highlights guy. I figure if I watch those, there's nothing I'm missing, and I don't even watch all of those. And I scrolled through the raw highlights. I'm like, what actually happened on this show? Nothing. It was like Ronda Rousey versus... Uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, then, versus Sarah Logan. Then it was like... Becky Lynch removed from arena. Uh, some stuff with Kurt Angle. What, what actually happened? Uh, Kurt
0: Ang- Kurt, the, the Kurt Angle story was like the story of the night. Like him basically quote, quote doubting himself. He
1: was going to retire. So I love though. For all intents and purposes. I love that I watched Kurt Angle say how basically I don't have it anymore. Like the one opponent I can't beat is father time. So I can't do it anymore. Then Baron Corbin walks out and he's immediately trying to have a match with him. Like am like, he just, <laughs> he just hit you can't wrestle anymore, well, and immediately you're trying to... That's
2: um, when, um, when Drew came out, he kind of touched on that. Oh, yeah, he, he says, said, like, I saw fear in your eyes. He said, he said, you, two minutes ago you are about to retire, and now you're in a fight. That's the problem with you is you... you <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they did at least
1: touch on that. Yeah. I don't know if I saw it. I may have stopped. the. Uh, like you can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> yeah, but that was my thought. It's like, okay, so you're saying I can't do this anymore, but then you're immediately trying to still do it. So I'm glad they at least touched on it. Um, but yeah, my main, main talking point tonight, as it has been for much of the last two months or three months, Becky Lynch. But before we talk about her, am I overstating it by saying that um, this whole Ronda Rousey thing has run its course? Like yes. I feel like this thing is done. As far as Ronda Rousey or Ronda Rousey being like a significant part of WWE, I feel like it's done. I feel like the fa- I'm I'm shocked it took this long. It took a full year. Well, almost a full year. I guess it has been a full it year. but she is showed up at the Yeah. It took a full year, but they finally are reacting to her the way I always thought it would.
2: Well, I mean, are they reacting to
1: her that way or are they just reacting to her
2: against Becky Lynch? Cuz I think that's Lynch, part of it.
1: No one's really getting over I think I think you you're you're right like if not mostly or at least halfway right. I do think part of it is that they've had her talk way too much and she's not good at it. And a lot of the things she says it just comes across like really weird and awkward and like the ma- so last week when we talked about this, I hadn't even seen her match with Bailey. I just saw the promo. I watched the highlights of her match with Bailey last week and that was a disaster. Like, the match was horrible on top of the promo. So now it's like... What do you, what do you bring it to the table? Yeah. Now, how were her matches this week with Liv and... Uh, short. And Logan? Short? Yeah, short. Just short, dominant squashes? Yeah, they're essentially squashes. I
2: mean, Sarah Logan had more offense than, than um, <laughs> uh, Liv. Well,
1: she was big game hunting. but I mean, it wasn't Big much game hunting? It, it wasn't
2: much more. It was more, again, yeah, less making Ronda look to look bad. And what like were right. And what were like what was the crowd reaction during her matches? They didn't really get hyped for it, but they didn't boo either. They didn't chant Becky during her matches? No. Not that I can recall. Alright. I well, mean they they the only time they booed is when um what's her face? Can't think of the name right now. Ruby Riot? Ruby Riot. Uh, was about because she didn't compete. She, yeah, she was about to get in, enter the ring, and then she backed off, and they kind of booed because they wanted to see that she was going to take on all three of our members of the uh,
1: Bryce Squad. But but it wasn't anti-Ronda mean, backlash. it was, an backlash it was more like get in the ring. Yeah, I I just feel like it's a wrap on this whole Ronda Rousey thing. I don't know if she really does want to go have kids. I don't know if she realizes like these people are turning on me, and maybe it's time to go. But she never looks phased by some of the booze, and I mean,
2: maybe it came off in her her promos this week that she's kind of playing the heel role now.
1: Yeah, I I think a little bit. Um, but Becky Lynch, she goes on both shows this week. She has like one-on-one confrontation with both both of the McMahon Helmsleys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that she kind of had a different theme in each one, like the one was about, I earned this and like Steph, like you're entitled, you had everything handed to you, you didn't have to fight for anything. And then with Triple H, his whole thing was, you don't want to get checked out by the doctor because you're afraid that he's going to say you can compete and like you're afraid of what's going to happen if you can compete against Ronda Rousey. You're looking for a way out. But she assaulted both of them. Uh, and Ala, I'll start with you on this one Because I know there is no bigger McMahon-Helmsley aficionado than you <laughs> On this panel Do you think, do you feel like I know obviously The McMahon-Helmsleys believe this is a big deal But do you, in today's current product Feel like this is a big deal That she gets put in this spot on both shows With the two of them
0: Becky, yes, because We always know when the McMahons Ingratiate themselves with talent Chrono wise, it's usually a big deal. And like this kind of like cemented that like, this is main no matter what variation of this match is, this match is main event in WrestleMania. So so we go all we go all put that to bed right there. But I think this is a big deal because like they kinda like when I saw it, Stephanie invited Becky to Raw, I saw it I, I kinda got that okay. They're trying to like they're trying to, like get Becky more over and like turn make sure have like the authorities against her. Like that, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. I so like when I, I sometimes saw, saw that I was like, okay, this this is a big deal. Like they're going all in with this, and like this has probably been the best story that they're telling. Because like I said, like, like I said last week, Charlotte somehow, someway is getting into this match, and it'll probably be because probably be because Becky will try to wrestle at Fastlane, knowing she's still injured, and that's how Charlotte gets in. Yeah, but. But you could still assume. But I still think this will be a triple threat match. But, but 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 with Becky being inserted with the McMahons, that's like a huge deal heading into WrestleMania. Seal of approval, basically.
1: (laughs) The the thing I liked about it though is Stephanie wasn't like antagonistic towards her. Like it wasn't like Stephanie came out to screw her over. Stephanie spoke like glowingly about her, saying how impressed she is with her and what a fighter she is. And all she really said was you need to get... Basically, I think she just said you need to get the knee checked out. You need to get cleared to Yeah. And so it's like... It's not like the typical McMahon storyline where they're trying to hold this person down. Yeah. It wasn't really what it was. Becky just takes exception to it. And I really did enjoy that she uh, assaulted uh, H triple on on (laughs) Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: it's good. I mean, it's entertaining. Like you said, it kind of... Bolt Becky into the forefront, and I mean, put her in both shows. So you kind of like what Alo said. ...it kind of gonna be the main event moving forward. Um, Storyline's good. It's, again, this has always worked um, throughout the history. They've had many different forms of this. My, my only concern is the way they're, like you said, the way they're pitching Becky against management. There's no real reason why she should be distrustful. There's no, you don't see them holding her back like you did, Dan, like they did Daniel Bryan. You don't see them keep around to main events,
1: yeah. So there's no real backstory to it, right? Like they, did, the only time that she didn't get to have the match she was supposed to have was when she got injured. So it makes yeah. sense for the story that like she's injured now and she doesn't want to see that happen she again. The doctors. Um, yeah, I really do hope that that is not their way to get Charlotte in the match. She really doesn't need to be shoehorned in it, as I say every week.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you said that because I did enjoy. Triple H saying Charlotte get out my ring. I did. I did enjoy that. So because, did I. <laughs> because of the whole show Shawn Peeword. This there. has nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I enjoyed that. But uh, Becky's injury is kind of like was kind of like a blessing in disguise because remember Charlotte versus Ronda was supposed to be the Mania match. Yeah. Becky was supposed to be at, involved in the Mania match. That was supposed to be one of them versus Charlotte and Ronda. So now with Becky being hurt and the response Becky's gotten. From the fans and how, and she's she's the hottest thing in wrestling, that kind of like propelled her and propelled WWE in a higher spot too. Because Becky is the best thing, and they're actually pushing it and they're going all in with it. So that so Becky's Nia Jack's punching Becky was a bit of a blessing in disguise for Becky Lynch herself and WWE.
1: Yeah, sometimes it happens that way where something you didn't intend, you know, like Triple H getting punished in '96 or whatever it was '97 which we talked about many times on this podcast. If that doesn't happen, Stone Cold Steve Austin does not win King of the Ring, we may not have had Austin 316 Says I just whipped your ass. Like, that may not have happened the way – and who knows? Like, maybe – all of this stuff would have been different like maybe WWF loses to WCW if not for the rise of Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah so sometimes that happens that would have been tough yeah it would have been oh I I definitely would not be talking about wrestling right D- now if it was just at the would WCW would not have it would not have been me WCW theme yeah the podcast no. it would have it would never happened 10 show <laughs> no yeah well yeah you guys would definitely be doing it without me I don't know how you all how you all would have got hooked up <laughs> to do this show um but life finds a way. You're right; it does. Let's quote my good friend Jeff Goldblum. And I mentioned the OC a little earlier when I got here to quote Oliver Trask to Ryan Atwood in season one of the OC. You can't fight fate, man. Can't. So I guess you can't. Um, and there's probably only you who will under who will listen to this and, and know that reference. But yeah, I, I do think that they lucked out with Becky getting bloodied up. That. For that image of her like at the top of the ramp Holding the belt up, screaming That has been gifted all over the place And memed all over the place I think that was a blessing I, I just think, again, I'll, I'll say it again Because I'm all about admitting when I've been wrong I speculated for like three or four weeks That Becky was losing some steam I could not have been more wrong about that Because people are invested in her As much as they have been this whole time It has yeah. not dwindled at all
0: Yeah, and she looks like a, a complete badass doing it so.
1: Oh yeah, like like the one that I asked you guys, like, is this the role she was born to play? And clearly I think it is. Now, did you feel this thing a little bit when you saw Becky Lynch slap your boy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I knew it was coming because he loves taking bumps in a suit. I was gonna say
1: Ayler just wishes he he flat backed.
0: <laughs> yes. Or like flat backed and legs went over his head. <laughs> yeah, like like I, I need I need Triple H to do a cross body and over the top rope in a suit like Cody. <laughs> Would love to see it because I, Co- I, I think Cody's like surpassed Triple H with wrestling in a suit, taking bumps in a suit.
1: Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, but nobody loves to do it more than than Triple does. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> yes. um. Sticking with the women for a little bit, I guess there was a little. Now I didn't really watch any of this. Well, I watched the one highlights of the one match, but it looks like there was a little bit of progress on this whole women's tag team thing. I know Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, they had a qualifying match. Yeah, had a ta- had a qualifying match. I know um, Naomi and Carmella took a loss to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, uh, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, but. How how are they portraying Sasha and Bailey? Is it like is it like I suspected in the whole thing with Ronda never happened? They're just back to doing the same old thing with those two. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah, because um they got a t- well. By the way, <laughs> the combination well the combination of Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox was perfect. But um
1: oh yeah, there's no two bigger maniacs.
0: Yeah, Joey, did Sasha wrestle? She was. I know she had the match, but did Bailey wrestle that whole match?
1: No, she was
0: in uh, Sasha was in, but sparingly. Okay,
1: yeah, because yeah. something I read over the weekend said that she didn't do a live event, but she'd be cleared by the time Raw took place.
0: Yeah, because I saw a report that said, cause I know, because like, I, I I I don't I don't recall seeing her that much, but there was a report co- that came out that said she wasn't like completely cleared to wrestle. So, um, I know Bailey got ended up getting the victory, but uh, you know, like the like the the best part of the whole Nikki Cross Alicia Fox thing was. When uh, they lost the match, Alicia Fox said to blame the, to, was yelling at the crowd. It's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But Nikki uh, Cross is great. Yeah, but I, I think it's strange that all the raw women had to qualify and the SmackDown women just got inserted. Right. Yeah. So I, why?
1: Why be consistent? Who, who cares about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just
0: thought that was bizarre. Like, even Carmella and Naomi, like. It, um, the the card got leaked over the weekend, so they just ended up acknowledging it. So I guess that's why they, they just did it. So for, if they did it from that perspective, I don't really blame them at all. Well, but I mean,
2: there, is there even enough like women currently on SmackDown to form formidable tag teams?
0: Given, yeah, well, they, given storyline, yeah, because yeah. story <laughs> yeah, they have the three, and then like the champions, they'll be floating around. So I'm not sure how they'll book that, like book that, but they'll be floating around from show to show. But this is, uh, like, they're doing a good job. Like, they made Mandy Rose and Sonya look good. Corey Grace with Mandy Rose, excellent once again. When uh, Mandy beat Naomi, she, Corey Grace Market, I said, oh, my God, this is such a monumental victory, like uh, Hogan <laughs> over Andre at WrestleMania. <laughs> um,
1: I do think, I don't want to say they struck gold because obviously it's not gold. Maybe they struck bronze with uh, this whole thing with Naomi and Mandy. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think Mandy's terrible. And, like, I don't <laughs> find her entertaining. I don't think she's good at what she does. But I do think that they got something out of that whole story. Like, the fact that those two hate each other. And as stupid as the thing was that she hates Naomi because of what happened on Tough Enough. Like, I thought that was ridiculous and a stupid thing to bring up. But I, I do think when they're out there together... You can hear it in the crowd, like when they're about to touch. Like everybody's waiting for Naomi to kick her ass. Mm -hmm. And it's rare. She even got one over on her this week. Yeah, and like it's rare that you can tell that the crowd is anticipating that. And you could feel it when those two are about to go at it. So I give them credit for, like I said, while she's not good, I obviously am a bigger fan of Naomi than I am of her. But I, I, I do give them credit for making people have some level of investment in these two not liking each other. Um,
2: and Sonya Deville, I think, has always been an underused resource as far as I'm concerned.
1: So I remember seeing her. I think the first time I saw her was at an NXT live event.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you with us.
1: And, we were together, actually. Yeah, and I, I remember watching her be like, oh, my God, she's not good at all. Like it kind of was almost like the Shayna Baszler effect, where I was like, Oh, this this MMA stuff she's doing is not really translating." She has gotten better, but how how do they have the iconics not be the first champions?
0: Well, I don't see. I don't know who's gonna win. I really don't. Like, it, as much as I want to say Sasha and Bailey, you you know how they're over Sasha, and so I, I'm still up in the air with that. If I had to pick today. I would pick them, but they'd I wouldn't be, be completely certain. Yeah, it could be fair,
2: but it could be anyone. Yeah, um, I think it kind of kind of detracts from the whole title thing to have it in in the Elimination Chamber, but we'll see how that plays out.
1: Yeah, I just think it has to be the Iconics because they are a legitimate team, and I think they would be very entertaining as the first women's tag team champions. Like yeah. now, they may give it to Sasha and Bailey because Sasha is like the one that has the most, like, notoriety, I guess, of the women involved in it. Like, she's the one that's the most known, I think she's the one that's the most beloved, but I just think they would be the best choice to be the first champions.
0: Yeah, now, now see, like, now, I would love for them to win at WrestleMania, but the thing is, you know, like, it's, WrestleMania, like, when it, to make, like, a heartfelt heartfelt moment, they don't really do that much all the time anymore. (laughs) At WrestleMania. They do yeah. it sometimes, but not all the time. In some of the matches, they should do it. But if I had to pick what I would pick, uh, Boston, Sasha, and Bailey, or the Iconics. And I would love the Iconics, like, feuding with Sasha and Bailey because you have to assume Sasha and Bailey would probably get the first shot at it. But if Sasha and Bailey won, that would make the most sense to me because of the notoriety that they have.
1: Yeah, like, that's why I think they're going to give it to them, because they're the two most well-known. They are the other two of the four horsewomen. Like, they just... They're the most known.
2: Plus you can put them too in a match with any other tag team, it's kind of a it's a quality match, really.
1: Right. Yeah, like they, so, they can carry it.
0: Although I would Im- I wouldn't mind if my queen won.
1: <laughs> yeah, so are her and Naomi a team going forward? Yes,
0: but I prefer with R Truth.
1: So that was my other question. Why is R Truth <laughs> not ringside for her match? I oh, mean man. maybe maybe he's he's injured. From the, the the whole thing last week, like was he even on this week? Because I didn't. No, he's, I didn't, a, he's okay. a title holder. He doesn't have to be. I mean. Yeah, true. He, <laughs> he owns a title, so he doesn't. Have, he only shows up to TV when he feels like it. <laughs> He'll show up the week before Elimination Chamber. Um, so Daniel Bryan, Alo, you mentioned this was one of the things that you liked this week. This was one of the things I liked this week. Joseph, how did you feel about it? About the whole segment? Yeah, with oh, him yeah. and him and Rowan, which Rowan seems highly unnecessary but yeah I mean he gets he's a body Um, I just don't
2: completely understand why he's with Brian they never really completely under explained that well enough for me
0: Um, (laughs) I love Eric Rowan with the the (laughs)
2: Brian it's a good character but I mean they're not developing and he's just popping out there the one thing I
1: liked was when he brought up reading Galileo, which yeah. was funny <laughs> that he specifically brought that
2: up. But, uh, yeah, overall, I enjoyed Daniel Bryan is entertaining. I mean, again, his, his his angle is kind of true to who he is. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah well, like I remember because um, like, when they first – when Rowan first popped up at the Rumble, I liked the, the pairing because I don't know if you guys remember when Rowan was by himself at, for that small bit in 2014 or 15, whichever year it was. Yeah. Like he's like a real like articulate talker. Like I don't know if you guys remember the tr- for promo when he was backstage working on the on the Rubik's cube.
1: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, did. I don't know if
0: you remember that, but I enjoyed that. Like he's like a really good talker. So like I thought him pairing him with Brian would do would be really good.
2: I like how he did his promo in the heel nature, but also got the crowd
1: behind him being in <laughs> his hometown. Yeah, it was it yeah. was a
0: heel promo. Well, no, well, actually, it was well, yeah, a heel he has a cut very, a a very
1: liberal, progressive agenda, which yeah. plays very well in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Yeah, and like, he, and like he wasn't, like I said, it, he's a heel, but it was like a big face promo, but he still cut it in a heel way.
1: Yeah, it was was like in the line. The whole idea of like WWE needs me, and the planet needs me. Although I, I do think it's very telling about Vince that the guy who is trying to save the environment and save the planet is a bad guy. Look. <laughs> <laughs> very telling to me that, that that's where they fall on that. Are you getting the wood belt, Aloe? No. Is there any order? No,
2: I,
0: I did pop for the guy that had, that had the whole name. Yeah, he had it
1: right in the behind him. <laughs> I absolutely died at that. I thought that was hysterical. I'll make a version.
0: <laughs> um...
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's it's hemp, just hemp and wood, and then, like, the <laughs> little stones, like the turquoise stones and whatever else. The rhinestones? Yeah, I I mean, I don't get me wrong. I haven't been, well, I haven't been at a, an event in a while and definitely haven't brought a belt to an event in, in a while, but I feel like I would rock that. The wooden wood head, yeah. I feel like I oh, would. It's it's light. It's got to be super lightweight. You wear that with a um, a plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. It looks like a lumberjack.
2: Oh yeah, I I think I could pull that off. Maybe carry a hatchet over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, belt on
1: one shoulder, hatchet on the other. Yeah, uh, lumberjack a lumberjack. i what's his name? Regal. <laughs> oh well, the man's man. One of my favorite characters of all time. He's um, a man. <laughs> such a man. <laughs> Oh, never gets old um, Maybe I'll wear a yellow hard hat And a tool belt To the podcast one night <laughs> But, so Daniel Bryan He's been the champ For how long now? it has been what? Two uh, or uh, yeah, three months?
0: Yeah, about three months
1: Is he still the champion at Wrestlemania?
0: No, I don't think so
1: So you think he loses it at the Elimination Chamber? Yeah Who do you think he loses it to?
0: I think AJ gets it back.
1: Oh, the, that's about the last thing I want to hear because there's no need for him to have it at this point. Who
0: it, it, it's not, but I, I, I want Samoa Joe, but they, they don't care what I want. But I want Samoa Joe to win it. And the thing is, I have no idea. Like, like, I think AJ's going to end, end up defending the, the title against Randall. Oh, jeez. Because that's, oh, the only match, that's the only match that we have not seen we we got it one time on a throwaway on SmackDown, about, I think about three years ago, but that's the one match we have not seen, and that's how I like to book WrestleMania. So I think that's the match we'll get for the title. What a waste! And like there was there was a there was a um, like a fake like a uh, a screenshot of like rumor matches that was one AJ and Randall, but they had Daniel Bryan holding the title against Bray Wyatt. That one I haven't heard, so that was new to me. But I think AJ's facing Randall. No matter what, it'll. It not, but I think it'll be for the title. Hmm.
2: That sounds like a,
1: a, a barn burner. Yeah, it's definitely not one I'm looking forward to. Now, granted,
0: now granted, I'm completely turned off by Randy Orton, but him versus AJ, I'm all for that.
1: I'll give anything a go. But <laughs> you're not selling me. Yeah, I'm just like, like I saw in the highlights, Orton versus Mustafa Ali. I was like, nope, scrolled right past it.
0: No, he well, said they, it was
1: a pretty good match. Yeah, because like,
0: yeah, because they were telling a story of like Ali was like he was trying to go to the top rope a few times and Orton, like he caught Orton trying to hit him with the RKO because he was kind of setting up for the 0-5-4. but he Orton finally ended up catching him at the end. But they told a good story with him and Boy and Matt, so I thought it was a really good match.
2: Yeah, I liked it too. Like I said, the, my my only gripe with it is the fact that. I mean, they're not building Mustafa Ali as someone who's believable to win this Elimination Chamber. Yeah,
1: They win the title, I should say. Well, so Joseph Alo thinks AJ is going to win it. Do you think Daniel Bryan is going to lose it in the Elimination Chamber?
2: Well, based off what he said, I'm kind of thinking that way, but originally I didn't think he was going to lose it. I think think they're kind of enjoying the angle they have right now, and they're going to keep it
1: on for a little bit longer.
2: But what he says makes
1: sense. Yeah, I would rather see him keep it. But if they have Randall having a title match at WrestleMania on their mind, I guess there's nothing we can do about it. I don't know why we need that in 2019. Well, we have a direct line <laughs> to Brian Jarrett James. That's true. Oh, I know speak, he's listening. Speak
0: of, speaking of him, for, 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 first of all, he's got he's gotten very juicy. I but was going to say that fat ass <laughs> Brian Jarrett James. <laughs> he He's gotten very juicy. Let's just say he doesn't look like you in a white beater. But like God, no. I was, I was like, my God, get out of here! And <laughs> like, like and, and it's only been two, three weeks. Jeff Jarrett, go to hell home. I'm over oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over this. Jared's I was over really the second too, he walked out. Two very juicy guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, too way <laughs> too juicy.
0: Go 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 to hell home. Like Jared, Elias, Jared. I commend Elias for roasting them. I don't know if you saw that. But, <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I love every second of that. But <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Jarrett and Brian Gerard James, go to hell. Jeff yeah. Jarrett can't
2: even break a guitar
1: anymore.
0: <laughs> no. no it, it was terrible. So Father Time
1: has beaten Double J, too, is what oh, you're yeah. telling me.
0: Yeah, 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 and Brian Gerard James, he's, he's pandering more than you. It's more like Triple, yeah. triple, triple yeah. And probably not as well. No, he had a whole, port, he had a whole Blazers get up on... Go, go home.
1: Uh, yeah, go home. Um, so... Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega, I, I believe all they had was just like that little promo in the locker room. Yeah. yeah. A promo on Ray. Does this lead to anything for him? Like if he if he ends the legacy or whatever of Rey Mysterio Jr., does this lead to something of significance for Andrade Cien Almas? Well, I'm sorry, Andrade.
2: It's, <laughs> it seems like they're building that way. I mean, like everything I've seen him do, I expected him to be a frontrunner when the Rumble, he didn't, obviously. But um, I think they've been building him, and I think this kind of gets him to his next feud. (laughs) Burying Ray.
1: Yeah, like, uh, I I really hope that they do something with him because I feel like he has such a great look. Like, when he came out and attacked Ray last week, like, in the full suit, Mm -hmm. it, like, looked so good to me. And then Zelina plays such a good part as his manager. I I really just think the two of them deserve to be in, like, a top position. I, I, just, I just really worry whether they ever are going to be or not. Do you think that – what do you think he will do of significance? you think a mid-card title? Do you think he'll ever be like in a world championship picture?
0: It, it'll be the mid-card title. Well, first of all, I don't want him anywhere near the U.S. title because even though R. True is the greatest United States champion of all time, <laughs> that, that title is nothing. So I don't want him anywhere near that because if he wins it, that means he won't be on TV. So <laughs> – Uh, I don't know if you saw, but the truth
1: hasn't had enough time to resurrect it yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, I don't know if you guys saw, but the, uh, there's been going around that it was advertised the the next shakeup. I think it's April 19th. I saw,
1: I saw like a graphic for it. I didn't see the
0: date. I think it was, I think it's April 19th. So I would love for him to go to raw and challenge for the IC title. That, that's assuming that the universal, title universe titles on TV on a weekly basis. Because I, I think, I, cause I think a, a fresh start for him on Raw, because there's more superstars and more people for him to work with on Raw. So I would prefer him to end up going on Raw and being in the Intercontinental title picture. But, but I, don't, I don't think they'll they'll put the WWE title on him.
2: I don't think anytime soon, but I think he'll definitely be in the picture. I think he'll be more than a mid-quarter. Like, kind of like, um, in my mind, an El- Belter, Alberto Del Rio kind of, kind of, kind of feel. So I think he's a guy who will be at the top sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll have a mix and he'll get a title run eventually. And how he does with that depends how he rolls with that. It will depend. Will, will determine how long he stays in that title picture.
0: Yeah, and, and, and Zelina Vega is a badass. And those two together, like, it, it just works.
1: He works so, better with a handler. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they have a look together. They have There's, like, an attitude that they carry. Like, he feels important to me. And I worry that they're just not ever going to capitalize on it. Um, I don't have a lot left, but, like, I, I don't know for sure how you guys feel about him. But I think EC3 is horrific.
0: <laughs> I knew was coming. He is
1: god-awful. <laughs> He's an Adonis. He, Who,
0: whose tan was worse? His or Jarrett's? <sighs> yeah,
1: That's probably tough. His.
2: Probably his. <laughs> Well, before we get into the the, the match, you, um, we'll go into the promo where Dean came up and probably c- pretty much cut up EC, mm-hmm. got a nice little pop, where's EC1, where's EC2, that, yeah. that was very really, really entertaining. And-,
0: and then somebody made a meme and put the prototype John Cena, <laughs> the ergonomic John Cena in an EC3. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, he's horrible, like... So even when he punched Ambrose after Ambrose insulted him, it was one of the worst punches I've ever seen in pro wrestling. It was almost as bad as, like, the William Goldberg punch when he was on The Flash last year. <laughs> and then I didn't see the whole match. I saw about three minutes of it, and he is just not good. I, I mean, does he have, like, a lot of personality that I just haven't gotten to I, Because I-, I don't see all what right, there all. is. Other right, than pass. he's got a good physique. He's a
0: All right, Pat. We'll, we'll put it this way. Me and Joey will test this. Impact is not WWE. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. So, okay. So, I'll, I'll – how can I put this? So, some of his promos are like Lex Luger-esque.
1: Oh, so, he's so bad he's good is what you're telling me.
0: It's like he, he talks really hard, but sometimes you just might not believe it. But Impact, he had this whole character – in a backstory with his with his like gimmick, but they haven't really showed that on WWE. So like in easy in um, Impact, he had something to go off a little bit.
1: So we're saying give it time. Yeah, well I know he does, definitely, definitely doesn't have in ring work to go off
2: of. He's better, I would think, than what he what we saw there. But he's not. Yeah, he's
1: there. better than, he's than that. Unbelievable. <laughs> but you guys agree that that was a very subpar performance.
0: Yeah, and then the fact and the fact I don't know how they're trying to push him and the owner they're only trying to push him as a face. each three EC three as a face is not that great at all because he's just a natural born heel. And but like I said, I love what they did with um on a moment of bliss with Alexa like so infatuated with him. I love I did love that. So I, I wouldn't you know. mind seeing more stuff with those two together because Alexa with any guy on the roster usually works.
2: And some of that could be on Dean Ambrose's end too because I don't know how how much he's in he's in. in, in like into it right now being the fact that everyone says that he's not resigning. So you think he might be yeah. just like sandbagging it till he's gone in two months? I mean yeah, everyone, I, I everyone I said he's so. gone. Everyone said he's gone. He's yeah. jobbing E C three right now. I mean, it, yeah. I mean it all looks like that's leading that way, so he kinda probably doesn't really care.
0: Yeah, I was even shocked he was on Raw. I thought I, I thought they might Anthony Davis or something, let's let him <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't think they will only because they know he still has people who watch him and we but we all know how they love to just throw people out there because, like, all right, there's a segment of people who are going to like seeing you, so we'll just throw you out there. And I I assume we'll see him straight up through WrestleMania. Now, maybe what his role is for the next two months is just putting people over, like, EC3. Like, I assume that's the way that this is going to go is they're going to use him to try to make EC3 look good. Um, But, yeah, that was, like, my first real time watching him, and I I was not impressed, I'll, I'll put it that way.
0: Well, watch. Did you see him versus Velatine Dream? Did you watch that? No. Okay. It's like, like like he's serviceable, but. I'll work um, for next week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you talking yeah, about his match or like all of the his stuff match, he did? Match.
0: Okay. Match. Yeah, like 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 I say, he's serviceable. Like but, but, his, like his following is a lot more from character work because, like, like I said, the whole EC three thing had a whole backstory and impact, but they haven't brought that to WWE. It's just like okay, this EC three, you guys know who he is. He came from this company, but. Yeah, yeah, I kind of got to give him some time. And then the whole WWE style with the whole slow, methodical style, telling the story, it, it's not—it's kind of hard to get behind somebody in one week.
2: i kind of compare him to a Rick the Model Martel kind of character as well. Snobby, good-looking, full of himself. And it, it kind of plays well for, as a heel.
1: I yeah, wonder if I would have let... So, obviously, I didn't like Rick the Model Martel when I was a kid. But, like... I was invested in him because I wanted to see him lose all the time. I wonder how I'd feel about Rick Martel currently. If yeah, if he was around now. Although I guess that just wouldn't even work now, the whole gimmick, but although Tyler Breeze was a supermodel f- model for a while <laughs> and that worked.
0: He's he's still the best that they won't use. Oh well, well, yeah.
1: It, it would probably play, but
2: more of the gimmicks these days have to be based more reality than they used to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, a couple more things I have from, I do agree. I thought I thought Alexa's role that she played was good, and although that's more about her than him, but so a couple other things that I had. One, we got to see Leo Rush in action on Raw against Finn Balor. Do you think we start to see him? Is, is there a chance we see him get integrated anywhere near the way Ali is integrated on SmackDown?
0: I don't think so. Well, well, actually, you can kind of say he's even. Oh, you, you said you said in ring. No, yeah. like when we
1: see him actually wrestling, legitimately on Raw at any point.
0: Wrestling, yeah, but maybe in, in a big storyline. I don't think so.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'll see matches kind of like now. He'll be he'll be tied in here and there, but I don't think
1: anything full time. Do you think that limits his ability to be successful in WWE if he doesn't get to really wrestle like that? No, I think there's avenues for him. I mean, it depends what he wants to do. I mean, he's seem kind of content right now where
2: he's at as far as being Lash's guy, and I'm sure he has um, house matches and, you know, he could have matches on 205 Live if he chose.
1: So is there a chance that he could be like – I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a period of time when I know I was talking about Enzo being nothing more than a manager. Like just mm-hmm. let him talk. Don't let him wrestle. Just let him be a manager. Let him be a character. Is there any chance that Leo Rush fills that role? Like, do you think we ever see him with more clients, or do you think he is solely attached to at him with Bob Lashley? I think there's a good chance you can see something, that, like something, some version of that, where he's kind of more
2: involved in the handling of people, and he will occasionally fight, but mo- mostly just handle wrestlers. You can pick up more clients.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I hope that he
0: gets a chance. Yeah, I, I think he'll just stick around with Bobby Lashley because, like, he's getting a lot of TV time. He's talking a lot, and like being the manager of the Intercontinental Champion—that's a big deal. And he is the draw for like, like you said, he's Bobby Lashley's avatar. No Lashley mm-hmm. is his avatar.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, realize, they realize how
2: good Ashley Lashley was only on the mic, so he they, keep, keep Leo around for a while. Mm.
1: I forgot that uh, I said that. <laughs> it was Leo's avatar. Um, last thing I had, and then you guys can feel free to add anything from Raw or SmackDown. It was good to see Paige.
0: Yes. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, <laughs> I saw um, – I was curious. So today I checked um, – if they got if like any of the Rotten Tomato scores came in and stuff, so IMDb rated eight point four out of ten, it has a current eighty eight percent of Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm mm, actually looking forward. That's really good. To, I'm looking. I, I'm looking more forward to see, seeing this because uh, Angel saw the commercial a few times, and but she didn't really pay it any mind. And um, I was like, oh, that's, that's supposed to be based on Paige. She said, oh, okay, what? Well, that's why they had the accent. I was like, yeah. So um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. I can't wait to see it.
1: I, I think it'll actually do pretty well in theaters because, so, I was at my grandmother's maybe last week, and my one sister, like, a the, the preview came on TV, and she's like, wait, is that a movie about Paige? And I was like, yeah, which she knows Paige because of Total Divas. Total Divas, and so I'm sure there's like a segment of people like us that will go see it, and then mm-hmm. there are women that like oh, maybe only know her from Total Divas, they're like, oh, I'll go see that, it's about mm-hmm. her life. Um, and then I'm sure there will be other people that just see the premise. They'll see Nick Frost. They go, like, oh, a new Nick Frost movie. I'll go see it. Yeah, and Vince, I,
0: yeah. And Vince Vaughn and The Rock.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll be surprised. Like I don't think it's going to do great. Like I don't think it's going to be leading the box office or anything like that. But I think there's not a ton of movies out right now, and I think it will be successful. So it's not going to be yeah. seen with Marvel,
0: but it will no. yeah, hold its own. No, yeah. Yeah, but, but like Ron said, there's nothing really out for it to, go to, to be in competition with, so – and, and like I said, already the Rotten Tomato score in, and after that, word the word of mouth goes around. So I, I think I will leave business cards in each uh, scene.
1: The <laughs> yeah, Not a fine. bad idea. What? Uh, <laughs> when is the release date? Uh,
0: uh, I know it was like um, like special viewings like the fourteenth, and I think it's worldwide the twenty second.
1: So they have a special Valentine's Day
0: screening, <laughs> something like that. It's a perfect date. It is. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I was happy I was happy to see her And yeah. I do think this movie's going to do well And I, I look forward to seeing it I think I think it looks funny I think it looks like it's going to be a legitimately Funny and entertaining movie Do you think she gets any royalties in this? I'm sure that she gets something Or was it just a straight payoff?
0: Yeah, and then, and then like the whole like I'm curious to see like um, the WWE footage like as far as like uh, Zelina Vega in there as, yeah, I the, as AJ Lee you and know? they got
2: playing other wrestlers yeah yeah, yeah
0: cause that. like there was a spot in the trailer where there were a couple of women dressed up I, I think one was dressed as Eve Torres cause I could've sworn that was Eve Torres attire. I couldn't I couldn't make up make out the other one maybe I'll
1: I think I'll, one was supposed to be Charlotte yeah I think I saw one
0: that was supposed to be Charlotte in Okay, the yeah, yeah maybe I'll rewind it and um, I'll, I'll rewatch it and I'll pause it and take, and take a good still shot at it. But I'm interested to see, like, the backstage antics, the whole AJ Lee thing. I'm interested in, like, how, like, the WWE production looks, like, kind of match goes on and stuff like that. If we're going to get, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, like, hey, we're putting a bet on you tonight, or or just going to be like, she just wins it and makes it look like not a work, you know? Right, yeah, well, they
1: make it look like she actually had, like, a fight and won a, won a title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't do that.
0: Yeah, like, you know, like
1: I, I don't think they will because I think if the whole point is the fact the fact that her family was a wrestling family mm-hmm. I think it will be like a peek behind the curtain more so than pretending it's real. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then that lie that lie with um whoever they, whoever Paige's parents are in dinner with they say Russell's face mm-hmm. and That's stuff. That's true. So, so And um, they're so, like,
1: so, "What?" So I uh, I don't know. I hope they don't do that. Yeah,
0: but, <laughs> yeah so like I am up and there like I would like to, to, it's like I have a love hate relationship, but I don't know if I want want it to happen that way or not. Because I remember like right right at a rumble, like when DDP won a the title, they said Jimmy King's gonna win. Then they did a, a audible
1: backstage,
0: <laughs> yeah, <with> Titus Sinclair, <laughs> and, um, I'm gonna take care of you tonight. And mm-hmm. something that he went this for himself. So I'm gonna just see how they uh, play that out. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see how it is. Yeah, but I'm looking
1: forward to it. I'm glad that the two of you are as well. Hell yeah. Anything else from Raw or SmackDown that either of you think is noteworthy or needs to be discussed? I think I got everything. Joseph, anything? Um, i just kind of thinking if you guys would keep rolling with, with where you're at. So my next thing was going to be to ask if you guys watched Halftime Heat. Yes. Did not. Did you watch like, it? So you didn't watch it at all? I, I didn't watch I it at all. I was online. a friend and I, I didn't
2: really think he'd go for halftime
1: heat, so <laughs> True. I assume most people wouldn't. No. Most normies would not. No, Damn normies. <laughs> uh, Alo then what what were your thoughts on it? I
0: thought it was really good. Well anything's better better than that Maroon Five thing. And uh I spent a lot of my time a lot of my time w- hoping uh the Travis Scott Jordan Sixes would drop during halftime, like <laughs> last year when <laughs> Justin Timberlake dropped his threes last week. Yeah. Last year during halftime, but like I said, um
1: so you actually watched
0: halftime heat as it was happening? Yeah, I, I I I had it on in my phone, and um I already know the internet market was just like this the whole time. No, oh, yeah, but um, but um, I don't blame them because it was a really good match and real entertaining for a half for it's like way better than a halftime show. Um, take take. I would say it's NXT takeover quality, a lot of super kicks, and um, I'm not sure it was it, was, it wasn't the performance. I'm not sure if they were they actually let fans in or was it was that just like staff.
1: What I read was I believe what I read was that it was staff and family members.
0: Yeah, because I saw Chelsea Green was there. Uh, she had Santana Guerra with her, and um, it, was, it was mostly WWE employees. That's what I think. Cause I was wondering, wondering like they were to let the performance that are open the people but i I really i really did enjoy it i really did for what it was
1: yeah i I probably didn't enjoy it as much as most of the people who watch it did i mean i thought it was fine too many super kicks for me too many kickouts for me it was too much like all the the stuff you see in every one of these matches but velveteen dream is (laughs) unreal the fact that he came out with the eye black on and the football pads, like, with the thigh pads and the knee pads, I thought was great. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. I watched it tonight, about an hour before we sat down to record, and I enjoyed it. Uh, it was 25 minutes. The match itself was probably close to 20. Um, well, it couldn't have been any worse than the actual halftime show. So. Oh, no. I I didn't watch the Super Bowl no, at all, so was, I didn't that see. That to watch. I didn't see halftime, but I, I know how I feel about Maroon 5, and I know this was definitely <laughs> better than that. Um... But no, it, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It just, to me, it wasn't like I didn't sit down and watch it and finish it. And be like, oh my god, that was amazing. It was like, yeah, it was, it was fine and better than the real halftime show.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but I think that was their goal. Because remember, I mean, they, they, they would trash Maroon Five all week.
1: <laughs> and I give them credit for Kyle O'Reilly not being involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that shot in. Um, what do you think of HBK on color commentary?
0: He's better than what he used
1: to be. <laughs> so improvement. Yes. More yeah, than the Jim Ross school. Yeah. The other thing I thought was funny was I think there was like a comparison made between Velveteen Dream and HBK, and HBK is like, oh, if you co- if you compare him to me, you're really putting a ceiling on his talent. I'm like, you are the, arguably the greatest of all time. <laughs> How are you putting a ceiling on his talent by comparing him to you? Um but yeah, no. It, it it was a fun a fun thing, and I think it's a good idea for them to do because not everyone wants to watch the halftime show. And I don't remember what year it was when they did the cuz the the Foley 99,
0: rock, 99.
1: And that was halftime heat, right? The MP unit yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, like I remember watching that and I definitely watched that. Yeah, and it was better than whatever else I would have seen. Um
0: now, was that on USA?
1: That's a good... I, I think it was. I'm yeah. guessing it was. I think it was.
0: Okay.
1: So it was like, yeah, the halftime starts and you just flip over to USA and you watch mm-hmm. you watch that match. And it was like a very memorable event, too. Like, I, I vividly remember sitting there watching it. Um, if nobody else has any other WWE stuff, obviously we didn't get to watch NXT this week. I did see something that there's like a women's a six woman tag yep. tonight. The only person I noticed on the graphic was Bianca Belair, obviously. It yeah. was uh, yes.
0: <laughs> it was her Kyrie Santa Io Shirai against uh, Shayna Baszler, Duke, and Shafir.
1: Okay, and I'm sure that'll be fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Indie Inquiry, do you want to get into that?
0: Yes. Now, granted, Joshua has been busy. <laughs> doing other contractual obligations <laughs> so uh, we had to wing it here because mm-hmm. he didn't respond so we think we have the right match so uh,
1: it was at least the right people
0: yes so so this is what I'm guessing it's the only thing I found on YouTube so it was Ove against the Rascals
1: and what was the promotion like like rock pro wrestling or something like
0: that uh, yeah I think it was ro- give me a second Rockstar Pro
1: Rockstar Pro Okay So do you want me to take it first Or would you like to Uh,
0: I'll take it first This was a complete mess (laughs) Um, The camera work I hated it I feel like you already took everything I wanted (laughs) to But but
1: continue
2: It was very dizzy
0: (laughs) Yeah like I, I had no idea what was going on It was a complete train wreck Uh that like Desmond Xavier wasn't in this match, but he's because he's my favorite member out of the Rascals. But I do love Zachary Wentz, who doesn't respond to emails, by the way. Mm. Uh,
1: Just in case you were wondering,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was a mess. It was all over the place. Like I like the like at certain point, like I did like they kept going back and forth, to, like the um to like it, when the match first started from inside in and out the ring because Sam Callahan was out there wreaking havoc. I did enjoy that, but this match was a complete mess it really was
2: <laughs> it was all over the place
1: <laughs> that camera I mean I almost threw up a couple
2: times I was around so much
1: do you remember when the Blair Witch Project came out and there were people that were saying like it was making them sick yeah because of the handhelds and I remember it's- Cloverfield I remember was a similar thing it, it, well, that's what it looked like to me o- only like works
0: Yeah, Yeah, like, they needed to have, like, a disclaimer on this video before you watched there
2: was some moments. uh, It was kind of ECW-ish. kind of took me back there. It was kind of cool. But the camera work was all over the place. Some spots were just, like, completely botched. Like (laughs) there was moves all over the place where, like, they were going for something and they just completely effed up. Mm -hmm. And then they had um, cutters left and right. There was just, like, one segment where there was, like, six cutters in the world. (laughs) Yes!
0: (laughs) Yes, and, like, a lot of dropping on heads. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know Zachary Wentz, he took one of those cutters really rough. I think he, like, flipped in the air after, after he's, like, sold it. like, a headstand, like Yeah, he did,
1: like, a he- headstand and then fell. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I don't have, like, a whole lot to add to what you guys said. I mean, camera work, obviously. So the first thing I'll say is this. I believe the one that was pitched was a match in Impact. Which obviously would have a much better production value than what we saw. Mm -hmm. Am I correct about that? That was the original match that was pitched? Yes. Uh, When I looked on YouTube, the only impact thing I saw was like a three-minute highlight video, which I didn't Mm -hmm. watch. So I will give that disclaimer that it was not the one that was pitched. And maybe we'll just do that one next week when we find find a, a link to it. But that might have been the worst match I've ever watched <laughs> it one it, it seemed like when I saw the building I was like that is definitely a crowd I wouldn't want to be a part of it, you see the best the best <laughs>
0: part that texture is like well this looks indie enough
1: <laughs> and it to it me looks, it looked a little too indie for my taste it looks very indie um yeah, it was it was a disaster. Like it was sloppy, the camera work was horrible. It was hard to follow. Commentary didn't even really know what was going on at <laughs> the time. Uh and the highlight for me was the one second we saw Ace Romero come out of the very. <laughs> end. But it it was bad. It, that was not good. And all I could think is what would what would those Losers in that crowd be saying if they saw some of those botches by Sasha Banks or (laughs) by Ronda Rousey or by the Bellas, I'm sure they would not have still been clapping. Nope. If that was the case, and that was worse than anything I've seen in a Bellas match, I think. Yeah, it was rough. Show me that maybe next week's indie inquiry will be the the worst Bellas match. And I promise you it's still going to be better than, than what we watched. <laughs> Higher entertainment value. Yes, but, again, the disclaimer, what we saw was not the match. We were intended to see. We just did the best we had we could with uh, what we had last minute. Um, and I probably should have have tried to figure it out sooner than two hours before we are supposed to record this no, 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 <laughs> show.
0: Well, 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 to Joshua's defense, he's usually on the money to respond. But like I said, he was doing he – he was doing – quote-unquote better things in, to res- than responding to a group tax. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm a jerk. Absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: I do have a pick for next week. This oh, yeah,
2: okay. This after you gave him a Ronnie vs. the World t-shirt?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <to> it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ungrateful bastard, but... Uh, <laughs> but now, one match... Because now... I'm gonna give you two matches, but one match I'm not sure I'll be able to find online because it's gonna it's gonna come out this Friday. Now um, I don't know if you have caught it at all. Either of you caught this, but uh, Women of Wrestling is on access on Friday nights now. So okay. um, I caught it a couple times. You know my owner Jeannie Buss, is a part of it. <laughs> who, who, I'm at, who I'm at odds with right now?
2: Can she help but, um, your team not get beat by like 40 points? <laughs> <is> <laughs>
0: That's a, that's a story for another day. <laughs> I will not get to. That. But um, so um, she's a part of it, and uh, I, I, I glanced at the first couple episodes. They're only an hour long, and they did a great job, like with vignettes and stuff, of like introducing each superstar and stuff. So if I can find it, because it's going to come on this Friday, uh, it's going to making her return to the indie inquiry will be Tessa Blanchard okay. versus versus Santana Garrett. For the uh, for the WOW World Championship, and if I can't find it, um, I'm going to. This is a, going to be a treat to my my bestie Eric <laughs> Marcus, um, Marcus
1: we're
0: gonna. If if I can't, if the women, if the um the WOW Women's Title match isn't up, then we will review the N W the NWA National Title match. Um, Willie Mack versus Sam Schultz Okay. So one of those two for next week. Yeah, because like I said, if I, if the um, if the women's title match isn't up on WOW, then we'll just watch the NWA National Title match.
1: Okay, and Santana Garrett and Tessa Blanchard, two women I assume we've all seen a pretty good amount of for having been on NXT. and We watched the one match. Yeah, and like said,
0: ago. yeah, like I have to say, like the vignette they did a really good vignette on Santana Garrett's backstory about uh, how she watched with her dad and stuff like that, and her travels and. Her family, and they did, they did, they did, they did like a really good job with all, actually all the superstars <clears throat> in their vanguard. So I, I thought it was really interesting, in you being an advocate of women's wrestling, I thought we would her joy. And you could also get another look at Tessa Blanchard.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, so, anything else anyone has to add before we close it? All gravy here. Anything you think of, Alo?
0: Uh, the Lakers don't trust LeBron. That, that, I think that's all I have to say. As well they shouldn't. They shouldn't. <laughs> LeBron's going to
1: trade you. I mean, that was me, so great. That was great. Uh, from a physical standpoint, he is the most physically gifted, talented human being to ever play basketball. But as a general manager, as a front office executive, <laughs> he's not there yet. <laughs> He'd be a great heel in wrestling. He would be. <laughs> uh, he's, he seems to be rubbing literally everyone the wrong way. So. Um yeah, I guess you still see no word on an Anthony Davis trade.
0: That's not gonna happen. They're they're, ba- they're basically uh, they're to ba- what
1: three p.m. tomorrow.
0: Yeah, but the thing is with that, like it's like they're kind of like they're like the Pelicans are the puppeteer and the Lakers are the puppet. It's like they're basically trying to like look. We don't the league doesn't want this to happen. So you give us this. So because validate trading him right now, because they go, just they don't they don't because they don't have to do it right now. So like it's like make make, make it really work my while. Give me these four picks and all these players, you can have them. And that's what like the only thing that will validate Dell Demps saving his job, because the league doesn't want the like the, the Pelicans to trade him because they, they don't have to. And it's like and like if they do, it's, it's kind of like feeding into what they don't want to do, and that's get a, a player out of his contract a year and a half before his contract's up
1: see I think they would love for Anthony Davis to be in LA yeah they would but, but they, they, I they don't want to kill he's basketball he's in think New he's Orleans the Clippers now yeah I mean he might well the Sixers just one gave them a lot see,
2: of ammo yeah, it's one, one, of teams, <laughs> one of the teams he said he'd resign with they just unloaded a lot they
1: have a lot of uh, potential trade options could you imagine if after all this it was the Clippers that wound up with Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard
0: I can see it happen though, because like watching that, I, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, the, I know you've probably seen the uh, the Shaq and Penny Orlando 30 for 30. Have you oh, seen Yeah, that?
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And like they always talk about Jerry West, like like just coming in at the last second and stealing Shaq from Orlando. I can see him doing that in LA. Like, I can with the Clippers. I, I can see that happen.
1: No, me too. I have no doubt that <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. Um,. And whether it happens at the deadline, whether it happens in the offseason, I don't know. <clears throat> but I do think he's going to end up in L.A. It just is a matter of which team does he end up playing for. And I really believe that the New Orleans front office is fed up with Rich Paul and all this stuff. Yep. Know, like, we're doing everything we can to not send this guy there. Just as long as he doesn't end up on the Celtics, I'm happy because <laughs> that although Embiid eats Anthony Davis's lunch every time they play against each other so really? maybe it wouldn't be so bad yeah that's not nice, I obviously I don't have uh, the stats in front of me but if you remind me next week I'll make sure to have the uh, head-to-head stats when they play <laughs> because I don't think Anthony Davis has been too successful against Joel um, but I guess that's it if you're a basketball fan from the time we're recording this you have about I don't know, 14 hours till the trade deadline, 15 hours. Uh, should be a, a relatively eventful day tomorrow, I would assume. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Please leave a five star rating and review. I'm not going to invite the basketball guys because I know they have a lot on their plates right now. I'll wait till next week.
0: Yeah, and I, and I need a break from LeBron.
1: Yeah, I know you do. Um, <laughs> so, for Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever. All Systems Joe, C.K. Joe Rottermill. Get it. Get it done. <laughs> For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Patchery Jr. Forgot to say it at the top of the show, but I remember it at the end. And we will see you next week. the top rope, elbow.
2: Got now, put down right now, hit with the Tuning up the band, y'all
1: don't understand. It's a Superman, it's a Summer Slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my boss. Shut the Mr. McMahon. It ain't shake the land off the sell Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all can awesome, smell.